Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. You know, one of the things that is so intriguing about this were, I think, two elements. One of them is the testimony. The testimony of Alex Murdoch, I think for a lot of people, this was a surprise. They did not expect him to take the stand. In many cases, that's not recommended, especially when a person is widely thought to be guilty. This is thought to be a uh, very unwise move. And it'll be interesting to hear from this legal team, once they leave the courtroom, get their perspectives on how uh, they have processed this entire case, how they've tried to guide the case. And I'll be curious as to what their perspective was on the idea of their client testifying. Now, in a bit, you're going to hear from Craig Moyer, who is a carpenter. He had an interview with ABC News just this morning. We're going to share some of that audio in a bit. In fact, um, I just w- I want to put out there just that uh, and give him some time to process this because we have a number of things here. Just let me know when it's ready because we have some a number of things that we want to recover to cover regarding this particular trial and some of the elements that really grab the attention, not just of the local community, of the state, the Carolinas, uh, throughout the nation and the world for that matter. A lot of international attention focused on this particular trial. One of the other turning points, I mentioned the fact that we had testimony from Alex Murdoch himself. This was thought to be a big surprise. But the other thing was audio. It was audio of a phone call. And this phone call cell phone video was actually something that placed Alex Murdoch at the scene minutes before the murders. This was a turning point in this entire case. And you put those things together. First off, we've placed him at the scene now. Then we have him on the stand and commenting on this. And I think a number of people would look at this, legal observers would look at this and say, It's really kind of a one-two punch. At least that's the perspective from one of the jurors. Now, I mentioned one Craig Moyer. He's a carpenter, and I'm sure he had no idea 
when he agreed to jury service many months ago that it would put him really in the national spotlight. Well, that's where he was this morning in an interview with ABC News and Eva Pilgrim. I want to start off with Craig Moyer describing what things were like, because one of the things that I've heard most frequently in the last 24 hours, they cannot believe how quickly this thing unfolded. It was like three hours. And actually, the timeline is much shorter when you hear Craig Moyer. Here he is describing what happened in the jury room. Listen up. The defense said there's no way he could have done all these things, clean everything up, get it all ready, and then go to his mom's and come back in that short amount of time. I think there's just enough time. If you really look at everything, it's, it's, it's all plain and clear. All plain and clear. By the way, and you'll hear him say this, that this is a case for him that was very clear from the beginning. His vote at the beginning was no. Um, uh, it, my, it, it's it, the very beginning, no in terms of buying this guy's story. They took the first vote at the very beginning. And he's saying, yes, we convict this guy. Most of the other jurors were on the same page. Let's hear Craig Moyer talk about what happened in that jury room in the opening minutes? This again, a conversation with Eva Pilgrim about the beginning of the time in the jury room. When you first got in the room, you took a vote? It was two not guilty, one not sure, and nine guilty. What was your vote? Guilty. From the start? Yes. He started deliberating, going through the evidence. Everybody was pretty much talking. And about 45 minutes later, we, after all our deliberating, we figured it out. So it took basically 45 minutes for you guys to come to a decision? Probably about 45, maybe an hour. That's really fast. Yeah. The evidence was clear. Evidence was clear. This was pretty straightforward. One of the things I mentioned to you, and this was one of the turning points in the case, it was that video taken in the family's dog kennels by Paul Murdoch. That proved to be the turning point in this. And what this all came down to was the presence of Murdoch's voice. Listen to Craig Moyer talk about Murdoch's voice on that audio. Here's voice clearly. And everybody else could, too. When he said it was him, were you surprised? I was very surprised. Why? That was his only savior right there. For some people, it's so hard to understand how a husband, especially a father, would kill their own son. What made you so sure that he had? His responses, how quick he was with the defense, and his lies, steady lies. Did you feel like he was a liar? A good liar. A good liar. This good liar now on the way to prison for the rest of his life. Alex Murdoch sentenced to life in prison. More on this coming up.
worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Back on the Vince Coakley Radio Program. If you'd like to join the conversation, the GS Plumbing Talk Line, 800-928-1110. 800-928-1110. The Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line is 71307. Your responses thus far. The breaking news, Alex Murdoch sentenced to life in prison. That announcement literally right before the start of the show. Life in prison. On the text line, Paul Murdoch proved once again to be his dad's nemesis. His foolery is what brought Alex's misdeeds to light. And his phone video was his nail in the coffin. It's pretty amazing, isn't it? Chris out of Shelby. God knew what the demon inside of Alex was about to do. That's why he had Paul recording it all the time. This was not a coincidence. Now we have to figure out how this guy, who's an attorney for so long, and how he got away with the things he did over the years, so this does not happen again. I hate to be a skeptic here. It's human nature. It's going to happen again, somewhere. Some of this is us, and the things that we allow. I, I would just encourage all of us to keep our eyes open. Just keep our eyes on everything going on around us. And when we do really genuinely see something, we don't just turn our eyes away. It's just so many situations like this where we put up with bullying. Collectively, we allow it. And people like this do this stuff for years. Until it all crashes down. Faith Focus Friday. 
if faith is complete trust or confidence that everything works ultimately for the best, if you have faith, is your reason to accept life. So could you consider Don't Fight It Friday? I need a day of rest. Thank you. That's from Dean. (laughs) I've never understood the point of more than one consecutive life sentence. Any more than one should be death. Yeah. Another person saying here, prison's going to be rough on him, Vince. Uh, Yes, it is. Why did the press not try to interview Buster? He shows zero emotions. Well, someone will. I wonder how long it's going to take before we see that exclusive interview. This person's saying, I still think Buster and the brother had something to do with it. As for the corruption part, Vince... It already is happening again. Look up to D.C. Yes, D.C., that's what this is. It's a collective bullying of people. And people will just continue accepting it. This is, unfortunately, standard fare. For the break, you were hearing from Craig Moyer. He's a carpenter and a juror. He shared his experience with ABC's Eva Pilgrim. We have a couple of other clips from that. One of them, the big surprise I talked about earlier in this broadcast, the fact that Alex Murdoch decided to testify in his own defense, something that is generally discouraged in situations like this. Here is what Craig Moyer had to say about that testimony. What did you think when Alec Murdoch took the stand? (laughs) I didn't think much of him. Really? Really. I didn't see any true remorse or any compassion or anything. Even though he was, he he cried a lot on the stand. He never cried. He never cried. What do you mean by that? All he did was blow snot. Did you not see tears? No tears. How did you know he wasn't crying? Because I saw his eyes. I was as close to him. That that just amazes me. I got to tell you, I love this guy. I love this guy. You know, and you heard all the stories. Oh, he was crying on the stand. Folks, they saw right through this guy. This was a show. And at the end of the day, there really weren't any tears. That's what he's saying. I was close. We saw something on TV. This guy is sitting just feet away. He saw what he saw. And I think this probably sums up what the other jurors were thinking, too. Boy, this is a joke. He's <laughs> just blowing snot. Oh, I've never heard somebody say something so harsh. You've already heard how the testimony from the defense was that, you know, this couldn't have happened. The the timeline just doesn't work for this. And uh, I want to share that clip again. This is the one where he talks about the fact that, you know, even though the defense is saying there's no way that Alex Murdoch could have had the time to go over to his mother's place and come back and all of that, Uh, The timeline just doesn't hit. Uh, He's saying, you know, the the whole time and alibi defense just didn't just didn't work. Here is Craig Moyer again. 
The defense said there's no way he could have done all these things, clean everything up, get it all ready, and then go to his mom's and come back in that short amount of time. I think there's just enough time. If you really look at everything, it's, it's, it's all plain and clear. It's all plain and clear. At the end of the day, there really are no surprises here, are there? Pretty straightforward. Pretty straightforward stuff. Raw story. A legal expert saying there, Alex Murdoch's train wreck testimony likely blew his whole defense. For criminal defense attorney Duncan Levin, Murdoch's testimony has been nothing short of a train wreck that has inched the prosecution significantly closer to a conviction. It was clear prior to his testimony, his own lawyers didn't want him to testify. Now we know why. Prosecution's done a very good job showing the jury who Alex Murdoch really is. And he really appeared to flounder under cross-examination. His demeanor was off, snapping at the prosecutor who was asking about his financial crimes. He repeatedly admitted lying, blaming it on drug addiction. The jury clearly did not accept the excuses. And it seems pretty incredible to believe anyone on the jury would have been swayed in his direction during that testimony. One other defense lawyer, Gerald Harmon, disagreed. He said Murdoch appeared thoughtful and collected. Likely did not substantially harm his case. Well, I think we know otherwise, don't we? Pretty incredible the way this is all unfolded. Another element about this, and in the midst of all of this sadness, there was also a comical moment that unfolded in the courtroom. We will share that and much more as we continue our Friday broadcast. Stay with us. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Text line. <laughs> you will uh, understand when you hear some of the texts that have been sent in the last few minutes. Let's start here. Vince, I still think, I still think Murdoch is innocent. They only proved he's a liar and a thief, not a murderer. Alan out of Gastonia has a very different perspective. Vince, this is an all too common scenario of white trash with money. Manipulating white trash with little money. Wow. That's pretty brutal. How many people that Alex helped to end up in prison, now that he's in prison, how many did he help to incarcerate? It's a good question. Do you think Biden will pardon Paul Murdoch? After all, Paul's a Democrat. My goodness. 
this person says, you see what the jurors look like? Biden basement dwellers wanting to get back to their video games. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Jim out of Easley with this brutal warning. Alex Murdoch, better get used to washing Big Tyrone's tidy whities Oh, boy. That's pretty dreadful. Vince, the person who feels most vindicated in Alex Murdoch being found guilty, the butler. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I'd also say SLED needs to start an investigation into his law firm. It's in the state law enforcement division. There's no way he could get away with as much as he did. Well, he did for quite some time. Just listening to this juror, it makes me feel really good about the fact that I live in America, where I get to be judged by a jury of my peers, as opposed to lawyers, politicians, a king, or a religious cleric, as is true in most countries. That is very, very good. Great observation. Just a uh, summation of some of the things that you have offered on the text line regarding the Murdoch trial. I told you uh, just a couple of things about the assessment of this from a prosecutor saying that basically a lot of what happened here was self-inflicted by Mr. Murdoch himself, especially with his testimony, and even a defense attorney saying the same thing. What's also interesting here, this observation. Do you know what that call was about? That video call? It was about the dog, a dog eating one of the chickens. Isn't it interesting that that event was ultimately the turning point in this trial. Because this video call was placed, for one, it captured Murdoch's voice. And then, through Murdoch's testimony, he confirmed that was his voice. This was like a one-two punch. But it all started with the dog getting one of the chickens. What would have happened if that event did not occur? This is just bizarre to think of, of an event that's really so simple. Had such a tremendous impact. Before we leave this, a lighter event that occurred in the courtroom. We had a guy who was kicked, a person who was kicked off. It was a woman, actually. He was kicked off of the jury. And she... Had some possible conversations about the case outside the courtroom. That was the reason that she was kicked off of the jury. So, as you would expect in this kind of situation, you leave, you got to take all of your belongings. And this particular woman brought something pretty interesting with her. Well, they're quite a premium now because they're so expensive. She actually brought these to the jury room with her. So, I want you to hear this exchange that took place in the courtroom. You're going to hear the voice of Judge Clifton Newman, who is trying to discern what she needs to collect before she leaves the premises. Listen to Judge Newman. Have you brought everything that you have outside of, you left some stuff in there? What do you have in there? 
Say it again. A dozen eggs. A dozen eggs. Okay. All right. Well, you're gonna leave the eggs. You wanna leave the eggs or take the eggs? You gonna take the eggs? So, Mr. Bales, can you retrieve from the jury room her dozen eggs, uh, her purse, and what else? And a bottle of water. If you can get those things from the jury room. Um, we get a lot of interesting things, but now a dozen eggs. That's kind of humorous to have this happen in such a high-profile trial. And you can imagine the tensions would just be so incredibly high in this entire situation. So, your thoughts, welcome on the close of this particular chapter. I would strongly encourage you as well, as I mentioned at the beginning of this week, if you have not thus far watched the Murdoch murders on Netflix, I want to strongly encourage you to do so. It is absolutely incredible. And I'm going to make this prediction. It's really not a, it's not really going out on a limb at all to tell you that, um, there's going to be more that's going to emanate from this particular family. It's This is not the end of the story. There are still some unsolved, unresolved issues that we're going to hear about related to the Murdoch family. And it's just a matter of time before those processes work themselves out. I think I see that some of the attorneys are speaking right now. We've got to go to a break. If they are still speaking, perhaps we'll listen in and hear what they have to say about this particular case, whether it's the defense team or the prosecution, and uh, it'll be interesting to get their perspective. And we'll move on to some other news of the day, also Faith Focus Friday. That much more as we continue our Friday broadcast. I didn't say it yet. I need to. Happy Friday. Stay with us. the Vince Coakley radio program. It's a pretty short news conference there. And it included representatives from the state law enforcement division. They had pretty simple statement. Murdoch was found guilty because he was guilty. Pretty simple, huh? In reference to the dog that prompted that video that was key to the prosecution's case, this texture says, I hope the prosecution buys the dog a few extra cans of dog food. <laughs> the comments I made about how this story is going to live on, Dean saying it's not the end of the story because the media will decide when it ends, not the family. <laughs> a lot of truth in that. I suppose on the egg story, the judge was trying to say, 
You shouldn't leave all your eggs in one basket. Gosh. And Jeff, I don't know about you. The defense testimony had more holes in it than the blue jeans most teenagers wear these days. That in itself is the straw that broke the camel's back. By the way, glad to hear your, hear your Kenny G bumper music again. Kenny G. Ugh. Also adding that juror thought she could get away with <laughs> get away with an existential distraction. Well, the yoke is on her. She's just looking at the judge, decided not to go all ham on her. Better start baking your way to the door, Jeff. Really? Oh, my gosh. Worse material than mine. That's really bad. That's saying a lot. That's definitely saying a whole lot. Other things we want to address coming up in just a few minutes, we have Faith Focus Friday. Trying to gauge what we have time to delve into. And I want to go to this. There are certain positions in government that are just very plain, very pastel, very innocuous, and dare I say it, boring. At least they should be. But there's one position that apparently has become ideological and the person nominated by President Biden, the woman is just beyond partisan. This is all exposed through testimony that took place in the Senate Homeland Security Committee. Now, Biden's nominee to head the National Archives and Records Administration. Her name is Colleen Shogan. And she's now been accused of lying under oath. <laughs> Do you think she's going to be prosecuted for this? Not on your life. Now, Holly declared his opposition to her nomination after a back and forth in which she confronted, he confronted Shogan with her past tweets that included taking a shot at Senator Ted Cruz, endorsing mask mandates for young children, and she said her personal Twitter account was not political. Now, keep this in mind. She's saying, you know, oh, my personal Twitter account, it's just, you know, it's all harmless, innocuous stuff, right? Dogs, sports teams, and novels. That's what she said. But it proved not to be the case, as I have described to you. This woman is profoundly partisan. And I think part of Holly's point is that, hey, just be honest about what's on there. But she completely lies and then just tries to dodge the subject. Here's the exchange between U.S. Senator Josh Hawley of Missouri, and this is a confrontation that took place with Colleen Shogan, uh, I believe, on Tuesday. Listen up. On February 18th, 2022, you posted bemoaning the fact that mask requirements for children under the age of five, one of whom I happen to have, by the way, had been dropped. Is that a post about your dog or sports teams? My social media is in my personal capacity. Answer Senator. my question, please, because you've testified under oath that you only posted about your dog and sports teams and novels. And you also said you wouldn't give this committee any of your public posts. Is that a post about your dog or sports teams? Yes or no? 
My social media is in my personal capacity, Senator. Yes or no, Ms. Shogan, you are under oath. My social media is in my personal capacity, Senator. I have never seen a witness blatantly lie under oath like Dr. Shogan has just done to this committee, stonewalled this committee, and just repeatedly refused to answer my questions about her own posts that are in public. <laughs> Isn't this crazy? I mean, it's not like this is stuff that's hidden. She's basically lying. You know, this isn't going to stop me. I mean, it's the Senate. Democrats control the Senate. This woman is going to get this position. But I have to commend Josh Hawley for calling this woman out for the liar that she is. And this is, unfortunately, the way one political party works. This kind of thing really doesn't matter as long as the person is on your side. So as much heat as I've taken for challenging the former president, if you can't challenge the integrity of somebody like this who lies so blatantly, then uh, take that partisan garbage away from me. Just get it away from me. Coming up, we've got Faith Focus Friday. Stay with us. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.